Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whatever it is, they see themselves as a loser through your eyes. So either they're going to most likely cheat on you, bring you down to their level, and basically treat you like shit because that's how they feel about themselves when they're with you. So now you know. You want to be the it girl? Then be hard to get and easy to be with. Period. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for mental health and personal growth. I am your host and your big sister, Violetta. Today, we have another brand new Tuesday episode, and it's all about Benson Knows Best. Last week, I gave you Reddit Confessions, where I find the silliest confessions on reddit although i also want to bring back you guys calling in let me know if you like that idea and today we have benson knows best where you call in for advice and well you can either call in for advice we should do that what do you guys think about you calling in live for advice i kind of really like that idea so we can do that next i think i'll ask in the stories on almost adulting podcast instagram to see what you guys think but i really like that idea I love being able to give advice off the top of my head. It's my favorite type of way to do interviews in general. Okay, so before we get started, I do want to remind you that we are now on YouTube. So please go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to grow it. So help a sister out. We have Almost Adulting on YouTube. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So please go subscribe right now. Okay, so today is all about Benson Knows Best. So you either dm me questions to almost adulting Instagram, or you emailed me at press at daddyissuesla.com with your questions. So I thought we can just get started. So the first question I had was from Stacy, and Stacy asked me, how do I get revenge at someone? Stacy is obviously a new listener because we don't do that here. We don't take revenge. Why? Because it just wastes your time, your energy, And it breaks you because you're the one carrying the resentment, the pain, the anger, while you watch the person that hurt you live their best life and not give a shit about you. And I think that's so painful. I think the best revenge is to move on. And although I'm Jewish, in the Bible, there is this quote about God. And it says, don't take revenge, leave that for me. I believe in that. And I love that because I think eventually... Even bad people, even people who are really good at pretending to be someone else, eventually everyone gets tired of pretending. And eventually the real colors of people always show. I genuinely always believe that, that if someone wrongs me or if I have a disagreement with somebody or, and let's say they've 
managed to turn other people quote unquote against me or to tell other people how terrible I am, whatever it is, as hurtful as it is, as much as it bruises my ego and can really upset me, I don't bother chasing the other people who now have this opinion of me. Because I believe that in the end, they will learn their lesson with that person the same way I did. And this has always happened, including when I've had friends that for some reason could not get along with anyone. For some reason, everyone was always on their bad side. Everyone was always starting something with them. They were always the victim and it was everyone else. And I always had their back and I'm always like, wow, poor you. Until one day I got to experience the same thing with that person. And then suddenly I was on their bad side and suddenly they were the victim with me and suddenly I got to experience exactly what they were doing to other people and I got to learn my lesson so I genuinely believe that quote where don't take revenge leave that for me because I believe that God will put you right back together in front of the people that broke you and what that means it doesn't mean that the people that broke you will be there to watch you slowly heal and it doesn't mean that they're going to break you more because that quote can sound weird god will put you right back together in front of the people that broke you what that means is that when you leave it to god when you leave it to the universe to take care of these people and you allow forgiveness in your heart and i've said this before in other episodes not because they deserve your forgiveness but because you deserve peace so you're able to release it And I don't mean forgiveness where you speak to them again. I mean, it's where you just release it. Somebody hurt you and you just have to let it go because you will never get the closure, the apology that you're looking for. So you just have to give that forgiveness to the universe and move on with your life. And when you move on with your life and you slowly start to heal, God puts you right back together in front of all those people that broke you and they get to watch you turn into something bigger something better something more successful someone that doesn't need them so just leave that to god instead of taking revenge revenge is for fools trust me okay so there's something that i saw recently give someone gave really good advice i saw it on tiktok (laughs) and they give really good advice on how to be the it girl so you want to be the it girl when it comes to dating then you need to be hard to get and easy to be with. And that means when I say you need to be hard to get, when you need to be hard to get, it means that you have to be full of life. You have to have a busy schedule. You only respond to amazing offers, which means if someone is trying to get your attention to spend time with you when it comes to dating, Dating or job offers. Let's just have a dating example. So if a man is trying to date you and they're trying to date you, you are hard to get because you are living an amazing life. Even if you're really not, fake it. You only get amazing opportunities and you keep telling yourself that. So that means if this man offers to take you out on a date and it's up to your standards, yes, of course, I'd love that. Pick me up, whatever your standards are. But if they are offering an offer where it's, hey, sorry, I forgot about you today, but um, are you available in like an hour? Do you want to just like come over and watch Netflix? Whatever it is, regardless of how much you want to see this man, if that's his offer, guess what? You're hard to get. And that does not sound like an amazing thing that you will respond to because you 
only do amazing things because you are the it girl. So that offer doesn't work for you. You don't have to reply back and say, well, I deserve better than this, blah, blah, blah. No, thank you. I have other plans. I didn't hear from you. I made other plans. Or you just don't respond at all. Men are not dumb. Trust me. Next time he will give you a better offer. And that's until you get what you deserve because you're hard to get. And then when we discuss easy to be with, that means when you are with that person, you are just a joy to be around. Whether it's you are a good listener, whether you're funny, and by funny I mean you laugh at their jokes, and you're just a good time to be around and memorable and make them feel like the only man in the world. So that means if you see them, and when you see them, that's when you finally want to address how shitty he's been treating you and why he hasn't been calling you and all that. Instead of, you should have done that on a phone call or on FaceTime. But now, this I'm talking again, the beginning of dating. But instead, if when you finally see him, you let him know that he's been treating you like shit, babe, he knows he's been treating you like shit. So this is when you become not easy to be with. Maybe you used to be hard to get with, but now you're also hard to be with. And that's normally when these men in the beginning take a step back, especially in the dating pool now. So if you feel like somebody is not living up to your standards, why are you even bothering spending time with them just so you can tell them how shitty they've been treating you? They're not dumb. They know. Have that call before you meet up with them. Because when you're with them, you got to be easy to be with. And that's how you get that call every single time. He will never stop thinking about you. He'll always be calling you. If you want that princess treatment, then you got to start acting like it by only saying yes to princess treatment. That means you're hard to get. You say no to low offers. You say yes, only amazing things because you're amazing, whatever your standards are at. And you're always easy to be with. This is what European women do. This is how European women always get their green card. The guys can't stop thinking about you when they leave your site because they're like, oh my God, she makes me feel so good about myself because the, ease, the best, how do people fall in love with you? People fall in love with you based on how they see themselves through your eyes. So if you're dating somebody, when you're with them, you just tell them how much you look up to them. You make them feel so loved, then they will be able to fall in love with you because they see themselves through your eyes and they think they're the best. Versus if you're dating someone and they feel like they're not good enough for you, you make more money than them or you're constantly putting them down. Whatever it is, they see themselves as a loser through your eyes. So either they're going to most likely cheat on you, bring you down, to their level and basically treat you like shit because that's how they feel about themselves when they're with you. So now you know, you wanna be the it girl, then be hard to get and easy to be with, period. In the end, it's not playing games if you're always sticking to your boundaries because when you stick to your boundaries and you only allow the things that you can put up with, which your boundaries are, then you will always be happy. You will always be happier when you're spending time with this person that didn't cross your boundaries, that didn't make you feel like shit, that they called you when they said they were going to call you, that takes you on the dates that you believe you deserve versus you staying with someone that crosses your boundaries constantly, doesn't live up to their word, takes advantage of you in whatever ways you feel like they're taking advantage of you. You say you deserve being wine and dined, but instead they just do Netflix and chill. So instead of you leaving them, you stay with them. But now every time you spend time with them, you're just grumpy and annoyed because they didn't wine and dine you like you keep asking. Men are not dumb. In the end of the day, 
it's important for people to tell people how they want to be loved. So in the beginning, in the middle, in the end, regardless, always tell people how you want to be loved. Do not expect people to read your mind. So however you believe you deserve to be treated, tell people, these are my expectations. This is what I'm looking for. This is what makes me feel loved. But make sure you say it once and then give the other person the chance to show up for you, to make you feel loved, to do what they need to do that you ask. Give them a chance. You give them a chance to show up for you. And then if they don't, then you know, okay, this person doesn't value a partnership enough. This person doesn't see me where I saw us. Okay, now I know. Then you know. But you have to tell people how you want to be loved because it gives them a chance to try to love you that way. But I believe you got to say once, maybe twice, if they didn't hear you the first time, but then they're not doing it, not because they didn't hear you, it's because they don't care enough and they know that you will stick around regardless because you're still here. We give men too many chances and we act like men are not smart enough to understand simple shit. No, men fought through wars over women. When a man wants a promotion, he'll do anything to get that promotion. When a man wants a woman, he has no problem liking 75,000 of her pictures on Instagram and then sending her her pictures in the DM and telling her that she looks good and then getting rejected by every single woman in the DMs until he finally somebody says hello back. Quick shout out to this week's amazing, gorgeous sponsor, Hinge. It's the dating app with a purpose. It's literally the only app that so many of my friends have met the love of their life on, that they married weddings that I've attended over the years because Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. Hinge allows you to find great dates through profile features that help you date more intentionally. And what do I mean by that? Well, intentional dating is all about knowing who you are, what you're looking for and expressing those desires and wants to others because the only way you're able to date properly is when you're honest with yourself and then honest with others. Hinge makes it easier for you to ask for what you want right from the start through their dating intentions feature. It's my favorite feature on their app. The only reason why I chose to use Hinge because with dating intentions, you can add what kind of relationship you're looking for on your profile. Like for example, I put that I'm looking for a life partner. You can say long-term relationship, you can say short-term relationship, and then you get to go look at other profiles and then other people get to be honest. And right away off the bat, you can be like, okay, this person is looking for a short-term relationship. I'm not here to change him because he's not a diaper. So I'm going to be looking for only other people who are also looking for a life partner. You can also share about your situation in the backstory section, for example, like what I just shared. And this leaves you less room for confusion or assumptions and helps you meet people who are on the same page as you. So download Hinge today and share your dating intentions to find someone worth deleting the app for. I want that for you guys and I want that for me as well. So (laughs) fingers crossed for us, okay? Love you besties. When a man wants something, he goes after it. So if he's not going after you, it's because he doesn't want you. That's the truth. So then how do you just finally let it go? How do you finally move on from that one person? I have a few ways. For me, the first way is to see things clearly. Instead of the fantasy that I've created of who this person is and what I want this relationship to be, I finally stop living in a fantasy and I look at the reality. I start to look back and I see 
the person for their actions because men don't listen to their words men will say anything they can to get you in bed and to get you to stick around so they can keep having sex with you listen to their actions are they doing exactly what they said they're going to do that's how you know how a guy feels about you he may like you but maybe not enough to actually invest full on time in you he may like you but not enough to be in a relationship not because you're not great but potentially because he's not ready for one so pay attention to their actions not their words listen to them by closing both of your ears in the beginning because in the beginning they will say anything to see you naked look at their actions so in order to get over someone you have to remove the fantasy and you have to see the reality who is this person really based on their actions and what's going on with their relationship really based on their actions and that's normally what helps me move on and then once i move on i don't know what i do but i have this i get this ick i mean any man i've ever dated in the past i can never see myself being with them ever again and that's why in the beginning it's so hard for me to move on i will live in my delusions i will do anything i can to potentially make us work again whether it's pleading trying to convince myself that maybe i'm overreacting trying to see them allowing them to cross my boundaries and lowering my standards lowering my value because i'm so desperate to make it work because i know that the minute i finally release and cross over to the other side of seeing the reality of who they are, I will get that forever ick. And by ick, I mean, it's not that I look at them and I'm like, oh, they're so ugly or whatever, they're beneath me. No, they're not beneath me. I get this ick where I'm like, I look at a picture of them and I'll be like, that's my, that's my man. Ew, that's my dude. Wait, I cried over this guy? And the ick comes from like, I allowed this man to treat me that poorly, I think so highly of myself. Yet I allowed this little bitch to think he's like better than me in any way. Ain't no way. That's my love. That's the man I settled for. That's the love of my life. Bitch, be so for real right now. And again, it's not because I look at these people and I'm like, oh, they're beneath me. First of all, <laughs> I mean, in some ways, yeah, because they could have had me and they blew their chance. But it's in a way where like I allowed this average looking motherfucker treat me like shit because the minute you remove your love from them, you will realize that the reason they seem so attractive to you, so loving, so beautiful, so amazing, it was because of your love. So once you stop loving someone and you take them off that pedestal, you will see how ordinary this person really is, how flawed they are, how ordinary they are, how there is nothing special about them. The most special thing about them was how much you love them. And it's such a sad day when it happens to me, but it's also such a great day because first you think you'll never move on and then one day you look at a picture of them and you're like who's this ugly motherfucker oh shit that's i used to date that guy he's so ordinary oh okay and once i get that forever ick i just can't even imagine that i've ever seen them naked like think the thought of them naked grosses me out they never have a chance with me ever again thank the fucking lord because they don't deserve you if they wanted to act right they would have so 
yeah once i move on i get i just get that forever ick i don't give a shit to be their friend i'll be nice to them but inside my heart i just get grossed out every time they hit me up because i'm like ew i've seen this person naked like this is so gross it grosses me out and then in a weird way instead of hating them i end up feeling sorry for them because i get to actually see all of their flaws are right in front of me and i can't even hate that person anymore i just kind of feel bad for them like damn I feel sorry for you, but also what a blessing. What a blessing that I didn't end up with you. Thank God. That's how I feel every time. It's amazing. I hope you get to that level. And if you're struggling to get to that level, my advice is find an ugly picture of them, take a screenshot of it. And then every time you miss them, look at that ugly picture of them till you finally fully get the ick. But for me, it must be a Scorpio thing. I can never go back to someone I used to be with. I just get that forever ick. The minute it crosses over to the other side, I just get grossed out. And I hope I never have to run into them because I'm just like, ew, you had a chance with me and you blew it. Like, that is so pathetic. Moving on. And the best thing when I finally move on, I never want to talk about them. Like, my friends will be like, oh, what happened with this guy? I'll be like, oh, we're over. Yeah, it's done. Oh, what happened? Don't want to talk about it. No need to revisit it. It's over my favorite part okay somebody recently asked me what's a good trick if someone ghosts you i don't know if this was a good trick but this happened to me a few years ago i went out with someone that i wasn't interested in and i didn't know how to tell this guy so i went from like having short answers to just not replying at all and i was hoping he will get the hint and he will move on so in a way i guess i ghosted him this guy after texting me a few times and me not responding, he texted me a whole essay basically saying how he's breaking up with me because I lack communication skills and he's been thinking about it. And although we had a wonderful date, he realized that he's just like not that into me and he thinks he, we would be better off as friends. So he literally went from being ghosted by me to breaking up with me because he wasn't feeling it on the first date and he just thinks we're better off as friends i'm not gonna lie you may get an answer from that because the other person will look at the text being like wait what the fuck huh so either the other person will laugh about it and not respond or you may actually get an answer where they'll be like what oh okay yeah dude we can totally be friends because then you're kind of making it seem like hey by the way I also don't want you either. I'm not saying you should do it. <laughs> I definitely responded once I saw that text because I was like, what are you talking about? What? Yeah, I'm cool with just being friends. What do you mean? Like, I don't like you like that either. I think I definitely responded because it really threw me off. But this was years ago. Would I respond now? No. But if you're in your early 20s, it may work. <laughs> or I've done this when I was 17. When my boyfriend and I broke up, and I thought it was over for good. I wanted to make him jealous. This is toxic. And again, this only works if you're really young. I texted him saying, I had such a great time with you last night. I either said I had the best time with you last night. And then another text saying, oops, wrong number. Like I had the most amazing day with you last night. Thank you so much again. And then I said, oh, wrong number. Or I said, can't wait for a date tonight. I'll be ready in 20. Oops, wrong number. <laughs> like the fault the second text was oops wrong number it worked on my boyfriend but my boyfriend was kind of stupid so 
it may not work but i'm just saying i thought those two were fun yeah i think that's all i think we are done with today's episode anyway you guys hope you enjoyed today's silly short episode don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel we have a great amazing thursday episode happening this week and make sure to dm me or email me any questions you may have or maybe we'll soon start to do the call-ins like that could be really fun too so yeah have a beautiful rest of your week and don't forget he's not shit when people show you who they are believe them the first time and move on love you bestie bye